0: Welcome to the Roundtable Sports Podcast. Me host, Q, joined by Saint. This is December the 16th, 2020. Year year's almost over. Saint, how you been? We've been on a little hiatus for a minute, but we're back. Yeah, yeah, it feels good to be back. Uh, it's It's been a while. The, the dang song from back in the day, everyone said, it's been a while. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Got a, got a nice little topic to talk about the last time I think we talked I was asking for Christmas to, for Matt Patricia the Lions to be fired and I got my Christmas gift so that's good Um happy about that but we're gonna start off with the NBA your boy Brody Russell Westbrook yeah. was traded for John Wall for the Houston Rockets um, so I gotta ask you because I know that you're a Russell Westbrook fan you a yep. Wizards fan yep. so how do you feel about this trade? Uh, the Wizards
1: definitely won the trade. Uh, John Waugh is... If he's a shell of what he was uh, before he played, uh, Houston would be okay. But to think that he hasn't like physically touched the court in two years, and even in a preseason game, he looked pretty decent, definitely. But, I mean, even still, you're getting Russ, and he seems to be focused on Um, trying to get those those boys over the hump Um, but they also gave up a first round pick even though it was like a lottery protected and with giving up a first round pick that usually means that the team that gets that pick won the trade
0: short term yeah Yeah. I, I, I like it I think I like Russ in the East kind of change the scenery. Uh I like the the pairing with him and Bradley Bill. I think it'll help Bradley Bill a lot. As you can see Bradley Bill last year uh pretty much carried the Wizards. Um yeah. they were last uh, two trying years. To, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. They're trying to debate, trying to battle for a playoff position. Uh I was pretty pissed off when Bradley Bill didn't initially make the All-Star team. But I, uh, <laughs> I honestly think that this will be a good fit um, for the Wizards. Uh, the Rockets, I don't think it'll be as bad as I thought. I'm not going to see them tank completely, but I don't see them being the top three team like previous years. And uh, it also depends on if they're going to make any moves with James Harden. Now it gets to our next topic of James Harden and the Rockets. Looks like mm-hmm. there's been some disgruntled. Uh, looks like a lot of rumors going around that James Harden is not happy with being on the Houston Rockets and that he's demanding a trade. And some of the teams that he's willing to get traded to are teams like Brooklyn, Miami, Milwaukee, Um uh, I'm just trying to get your thoughts on this. Uh, You think the Rockets should part ways from from, uh, good old Beard?
1: They spent the last, what is it? He's been there, what, six years maybe? Seven? About, yeah, close to seven. So they built the whole team around him. Like they sold, they bent the farm to get him there and then uh, went as far as to build teams around him to make him more comfortable Um, And paid them pretty decently, too. Uh, As far as I I understand it, it's more of a player's league now. And uh, they have more power than they have in the past. And that kind of rubs a ton of older people the wrong way. Um, I think the young guys are more or less like it's nice for us to have power to be able to um, decide what we're going to do. My only issue with um what's going on is that he's still under contract for i think two years and he's forcing his way out similar to the whole ad situation where he's like oh well i'm not happy and i'm just gonna make this place really uh really not enjoyable for um the duration of time that i'm here until you get me out of here i'm just gonna sit kind of thing right the the fact that the players are doing or taking that route is one that i don't necessarily agree with i know that the um, the owners have the power to trade them at any given time whenever they feel like it um it's a part of the business aspect of it but if you're under contract if you're not talking about negotiating contracts because it's it wasn't it there's was more incentive now for you i don't see how you should be able
0: to uh, force your way out um really right, what about you so um I like James Harden to a certain degree, but like I agree with you, they gave him pretty much the keys to the city. They gave him everything that he needed. Uh, He first he wanted the big man, so they gave him Dwight, and this is when Dwight was semi in his prime. Mm -hmm. Uh, That didn't work out. Dwight was like, "I'm straight on this one on one," so he left. Then they give you Chris Paul. Uh, You guys are working out in the summer. You're happy. Um, you get to a game seven against the Golden State Warriors with Durant. Uh, uh, ch- pretty much choked that game. I know Chris Paul didn't play, but you guys probably had the worst 3 point shooting performance of all time. Okay. Then you're not happy with Chris Paul. Didn't get your boy Russ. Russ comes. You guys kind of got a short end of the stick by the pandemic and being in the bubble. And mm-hmm. uh, you had to face against L.A. in the second round. Uh, almost lost to... OKC in the first round. You guys went Mm -hmm. to game seven on that. And um, then now you having rumors that you and Russ can't play together. So now they trading him. Now you don't want to be there. It's, to me, it's kind of like, when is the blame going to be on you? When are you yeah. going to look yourself in the mirror and be like, okay, maybe I need to change some things about myself. Uh, Late like great Kobe has a video out, even said that like he loves how James Harden plays, but not going to win championships like that. Um, we've been mm-hmm. saying that for probably this whole year that if he could switch it up a little bit and be more facilitator and match that with his scoring when need be, the Rockets probably be way better and probably be a better contender. Uh, I think the whole trade to him going to Brooklyn, I think, um, I don't know if the Brooklyn Nets want to uh, get rid of some of their young talent to surround Durant and Kyrie. I don't know if they want to get rid of a Keris LeVert uh Den Willie, a Jared Allen. I don't know if they want to do that. So, to me you know also the other team was Philly uh, I know that the Philadelphia 76ers with Doc Rivers now as the coaches fall in love with Ben Simmons and Embiid and like that matchup I mean they could trade Tobias but I mean if you're the Rockets and you have James Harden under contract for two years are you really going to just give him away for little scraps like you're not going to do that <laughs> nope they said uh, we won't uh, they said give us Ben and full draft picks or don't talk to us yeah, pretty much. I mean, and then, you know, with the Miami situation, you got Jimmy Butler and you got a nice young squad with Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero. Bam. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know the Rockets uh, said they will want Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson. And Miami is like, no, nah, we're not yeah. doing that. Damn. Not giving us our second and fourth player that's on the team that's pretty good. And then uh, that goes to Milwaukee. Uh, I mean... You could give up Chris Middleton But Who else I mean you're gonna give up Brooke Lopez Now you don't have any Big man in Milwaukee You know To help Giannis Mm -hmm. Giannis and James Harden Don't even get along So it's like I I, I don't understand What James really wants Um, If he does get a trade, it might not be a team that he really wants to go to. They might trade his ass to Cleveland. And he just <laughs> stuck there. he's gonna be pissed. Did what know? they did uh to uh Toronto
1: did or not Toronto, San Antonio did to Toronto. Yeah or well, they Florida, might, Toronto. Okay, I yeah. wanna go here.
0: This is where you're going. How about that? <laughs> they might trade they might trade James Harden to Orlando. You I mean you just never know. Like they when you are in a business environment, it's all about business all about the money and Mm -hmm. with that two years on that contract if they find a team that's willing to take that contract and they might not be a contender (laughs) I mean and they can get some pieces that young pieces or some draft picks then James is going to be there a two-year rental or he's going to be pissed off again so I think he kind of just needs to gel with John Wall and Boogie see how Mm -hmm. it goes um kind of just hold off chill and just chill and ride these two years out. Then you okay. two years, you're a free agent. You can, I mean, you'll be, what, about 33, but you can do whatever you want, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you can go wherever you want to go. I think my other issue with them too, is that as
1: a professional, your job is that, playing whatever sport or doing whatever thing that you're supposed to be doing. And I, it kind of rubbed me the wrong way to see him come in that much overweight when... Oh, goodness. Uh, yeah, yeah, like, wait, wait a minute bro. What you been doing for these last couple hey, like He look like baby Zion He looked heavier than Zion uh, like, Come on, man, you can't As a professional, it's your job As a professional, you can't come in like that, man You got to
0: Yeah, I saw the picture you know, and I was like, like, like I thought it was Photoshop I'm like, nah, James, fam James is usually always in good shape Like, he even lost even more weight uh, When the bubble, before the bubble came And, um he was, like, in shape doing workouts and everything. He inspired mm-hmm. me. I'm, like, okay, I'm about to go out and get some cardio in, but he looks like he about a good 15, to almost 20 pounds on the weight, honestly. Well, and he's always <laughs> been kind of stocky to begin with, so, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm
1: not expecting you know the guy to come in super chiseled or anything like that because that's just not the body. T- he's always come in with like that Paul Pierce-esque kind of physique going on here, but that was... Where he is now is... It's just not in the, as a professional, I just don't see it being a thing. Like, that's that's what you, come on,
0: brother. You did that. Yeah. You're
1: doing, like, come on,
0: man. All that partying with little baby and Meek Mill, man. He, all that drinking, he, he <laughs> came, he was like, yo. And I'm looking like, you're not really advertising yourself really good to other teams right now. Right. Like, they're they looking at you like, ah, oh, maybe we not uh, sell the farm for him. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's going to be a, uh, Sticky situation. Uh, I want to move on to uh, Giannis signing the Supermax contract. Looks like he's going to be in Milwaukee for the next five years. I think his fourth year, he has a player option. Uh, One of the richest NBA contracts. NBA history. It seems like we say this like every three months. Like, so a new contract comes. Like, at first it was Steph and then it was Dame, and the Mm Russ. Like, seems like we always getting these uh, record breaking contracts. But um, Giannis is staying for another five years in Milwaukee. I guess my question is, do you see the Milwaukee Bucks in the next five years winning the NBA title?
1: Um, next five years, it's possible, definitely, because you never know what the in five years. Brian isn't he might still be in the league, but heaven help us. Mm. if He's still the monster that he is. Uh, <laughs> five years from now, damn near 40. Uh, KD would have, it. KD would be on his way out and Giannis more or less would be more of the face of the NBA at that point. Uh, so I don't see why it wouldn't be a possibility. Um, and then you factor into that in that time, he probably would have developed a jump shot, hopefully by then. hmm become a more complete player all the way around so yeah it's definitely possible for him to be in the runnings for uh
0: that championship coming that far down yeah and then it. uh in the next five years he'll be about thirty thirty one yeah. um i think he'll be even more mature and i think that jump shot would definitely uh come along. I I can see it just because I see Brooklyn being only a, like a three-year thing. I see that just, I don't know, I just see that crumbling at the beginning of maybe this year and ending in the next three years, but uh, teams like Boston, Milwaukee, uh, Toronto, I mean, they're just getting better, but I think with Milwaukee, Again, them securing that franchise player and now they can start entertaining. OK, what can we do to make this team better? We don't have to worry about are we going to be able to secure Giannis or not? We have him. So let's see what we can do to support him. Um, I like to pick up with Drew Holiday. I think that's going to be great leadership in defense. I still think they're a little bit empty on their bench. I know they say, signed DJ Augustine um, to a contract. I think that's a good pickup. Uh I like Covington, I like some of the uh, role players they do have, but I just feel like they're missing like that, I hate to say, you know, cliche, that third piece, like they need something or maybe a, a little bit better second piece, you know. Yeah. Uh, I think um, the East in the next few years, like we were saying before, I think the East is way more competitive than people give it credit to. I think they're way more talented uh, teams than what we, you know, say, oh, the West is just this. Nah, the East is pretty good too. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, I was just having that conversation earlier
1: this week, actually. Um, we were having that exact conversation of, well, you know, the East is soft. I'm like, is the East really soft? And, and uh, person I was talking to throughout four he was like well name five top teams in the east I'm like well, that's easy name five top teams out west I'm like yeah when you compare records there's there's more star power in the west definitely yeah but i think they get more games televised and things along those lines but there's still a good number of solid teams out east yeah. and uh, even when brown was over here it was still one of the well he had an easy road and it's not going to be the same in the west like the talent isn't mm. as One sided as we're making it out to be. Like I said, the, there's, Definitely a star power
0: difference, but as far as just solid teams as a whole now, nah, yeah, so. yeah. I think the Eastern Conference is a lot more com- like their games are more competitive, and you'd like to watch them a lot more because their teams going at it. When I watched Toronto and Boston going to overtime, I enjoyed them games. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed uh, some of the Philly games when they went against maybe Miami. They're just battling like they—they're just very tough and gritty teams in the East. And I think with now Russ in the East on the Wizards and you got KD on Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's going to make things very interesting. Teams like maybe Indiana and um, you know, Atlanta, uh, you know, they'd be on the outside looking in, but even Atlanta is becoming more competitive with their young squad. So, I, I, I like to see what happens around with Giannis and I think in the next five years, I think it will be an opening for him to win the title and he'll be okay. Um, I, I still question if Chris Middleton is the right second piece for him. I like Chris Middleton. He's one of my favorite players, but I don't know. I just see Chris Middleton more on a – like a third fiddle team, like, you know. So, I don't know. (laughs) Didn't
1: your Pistons draft him?
0: Yeah, yeah. They they drafted him, got rid of of his ass, and I think they traded him to Orlando, which I was very puzzled by, like – why did that happen? I tried to research that one day. Like I was looking at different players, they traded, they traded Spencer Dinwiddie, or got rid of him. Tobias Harris, I understand for Blake, but Blake hasn't had a healthy year in like two years. Like it was just like craziness. I I, I don't <laughs> get it, man. <laughs> but um, so yeah, I know you've been playing the new generation console, the the PlayStation Five, and that didn't pay over. I paid retail, people. Read tail gotcha.
1: and play a Pre- send over.
0: Pre-order yeah. and everything. So uh let's get the NBA 2K update. What's been going on on 2K? did they got any patches? Anything you don't like? What's going on with that? So I think we're
1: on patch four now for 2K. Um coming out the gate, it it definitely feels different. Um than it feels different than I want to say last gen, like it's this, it feels different than previous gen does. Players move differently. Um, when coming over to the, uh, the PS5 and the Series X, I think the biggest thing that you do have to get accustomed to is the movement. The loading screens are amazing um, just because you're not waiting a solid 30 to 45 seconds to get in games. Um, mm-hmm. If I'm playing CPU, It loads up instantly Um, online looking for a game. uh, It doesn't load up instantly, but it's definitely a hell of a lot faster than it was previously. Um, Let's see what else is great about it. The presentation looks a lot better. Um, Even if though I'm not playing on a 4K TV, you could Mm. see the amount of effort that went into upgrading certain things far as player models movements interactions all of the nba players play like themselves uh now let's get to the bad part (laughs) yeah i'm ready to hear the bad part (laughs) so uh if you don't know i'm a huge regs fan you know who plays regs in 2020 i do i've played it a lot and been a leaderboard chaser for a very long to the last three four years i've been on the leaderboards so you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. just take my resume but um when it comes down to our the reg system people are rage quitting and the wins aren't being counted really so i so they got rid of that aspect out or is that just a glitch it's a glitch in the system and because right. regs is in a mode that generates a lot of play and um it doesn't generate a lot of play, and a ton of people aren't playing it. They're not generating any money, if we're just being honest. Oh, uh, playing great right? Uh, they aren't in a hurry to fix it. It's been like that since day one, and we've had four patches, and it hasn't addressed it at all. Um, I've lost a a creative player that just just got returned, and I started going back and forth the two K support maybe. almost a month ago actually if i have to really see it's yeah it was was pretty bad (laughs) wow um, with talking to 2k support they were like hey um i'm sorry that this happened to you but we can offer you this one fix this one time and if you take it if it happens to you again you're kind of screwed and i mean from a consumer standpoint i'm like what do you mean if it happens again that i'm kind of screwed so i only get one shot at this but being a part of the 2K community and hearing some of the things that go on in the background as far as glitching characters and things along those lines, I could see why certain practices have been put into play. Uh, is it fair? No, but it uh, it's there. Um, so the regs thing, uh, when you first got to the park, it was huge and nice looking, but there were frame rate issues. They did patch that finally. Uh, and I mean we're still talking about a big cash grab for the game if uh, for, we're for just being Congrats. honest uh, creating my players adding uh, accessories to them uh, waiting for games is still a thing the rec uh, is also a thing where um, instead of loading you they were loading you in so you can get games uh-huh. they wouldn't load you in with five players so you'd load in with whoever you got in there with and then they would add really dumbass bots to help you and they didn't do anything right and they were 60 overalls Um, they've updated them now to 85s and they're still terrible (laughs) we're still getting uh, a ton of bot games too and people are quitting out instantly as well which makes progression and trying to grind badges and stuff that much more difficult too
0: now, franchise uh, mode is amazing, though. Yeah, I was gonna ask you about that with uh 2K and their career mode. I know the my player and whatnot. Um, how is the storyline? I mean, I know it's pretty much the same as the. Uh, it's the with, exact you know, same. Yeah. In the um, as far as the, I guess the fluent motion of the game is a little different than uh, the Xbox One or PS4.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, we can't if you play on next gen you can definitely feel a difference in playing uh on ps4 uh and xbox one x you can definitely feel a difference players move differently um some of the features that they were looking to add in last gen you can see why they tried to add them in uh they did i was shooting with the shot stick for a while but it people were using aim bots and now it's not consistent anymore so it was execute it was a great idea but executed poorly um and the last thing that they had that was a good idea but executed poorly was once you make your character and bring them online you have to play in rookieville um uh and you have to get to pro one to get out of there. And some people got out in like 10 games or whatever. It took me 15 games (laughs) played all together because I wasn't smart enough to play by myself and just play one on ones. I was playing threes and I was getting uh, sold left and right. It was. Sounds like a long process. (laughs) Yeah, it was. uh, And, you know, I'm not one that rages, you know, very often, if at all. But yeah, it was uh, taking me there. God, and I forgetting that I had a my uh, the, the PlayStation, I think the Xbox has it too, but the, the there's a mic inside of the controller now. So Oh really? Forget, yeah, so you kinda forget to mute it and you know the microphone gets to go in and you're um, you stupid, you know what I'm saying? And then the guy uh, like, who of are of you talking language. to? It's like, oh
0: oh my bad. That's <laughs> oh, <bro>. hilarious. <laughs> That's good. So yeah, I gotta prepare myself when I I'm I'm thinking next if they ever be in stock. I probably think about next couple of months grabbing it. Yeah. Um, hopefully, it'll be won't the the traffic for the demand of it won't be as bad. Um. So, let's swing shifts and go to a little bit of some NFL talk. Uh, yeah. yeah. I told you off air, I kind of want to start off with the NFC. I want to talk mm-hmm. about the race for number one. Got the Green Bay Packers sitting at number one. And they got your boys, the New Orleans Saints at number two. Uh, they just lost a critical game against Jalen Hurts. Yes, yeah, Jalen Hurts is starting now. Yeah. And- in place of Carson Wentz. Uh, what are your thoughts on that game? I don't know if you saw it or not, or you just saw the highlights. What are your you thoughts know I saw on the whole... Oh, okay. So what's going on with the Saints and Eagles? What, what was your thoughts coming out of that game? Uh, it took them a
1: while to get started. Um, ever since Drew Brees has went down, and this is like the third year in a row that he's actually went down for a number of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so it might be time for him to you know think about hanging up the cleats when it's all said and done. Uh, but they have had a tough time with getting started. Uh, the defense has played great this year, but I think it's one of those things where, it I mean, it's the fatigue of being on the field entirely too long and um, Taysen doing a little bit of struggling. Yeah. Um, mm getting into the offense and things along those lines are playing a huge part. Guys are, are making plays, but it's usually later on in the game. Cause I think for a while they were down 15 at most, or something like that. Uh, and it's like wait who do the Eagles have to have us in said position but they also are, are in that really weak ass division with the Cowboys that's and uh, that's a horrible ass division
0: you know <laughs> that somebody is going to come out the division with a losing record and make the playoffs are you serious yeah. wow okay, okay. yeah <laughs> So I watched a little bit of the game. It was kind of interesting. Um, it was nice to see Jalen Hurst in there and get a good start and, uh, you know, do a lot of plays out of the shotgun and show some mobility. Uh, what I took out of it is the Saints are <laughs> – Saints really are missing Drew Brees. I don't think uh, – I don't think – it's Taysom, right? Yeah, Taysom. I don't think he's bad. I just think that he's kind of like been put in a position where he's like, yo, I thought I was going to be starting like maybe next year or a couple of years from now, not now. So I think it kind of caught him with guard a little bit. And, and you know, with them signing James Winston, they he probably thought in his head like, well, i still run, you know, my tight end plays, my running plays and whatnot. Uh, but I'll still do those things and maybe throw the ball here and there. And now they put him in a full-time position. I know he's probably like, yo, what is going on? So I think the chemistry, some of the timing is off a little bit. I don't He's horrible, but I just think that, yeah. They just need a um, if he had a complete training camp and had his everything his audibles down and everything, I think they'll be all right. But yeah, they are they are missing Drew Brees. Uh, the Green Bay Packers uh beat the bum Lions, although it was a competitive game. Uh, shout out, uh, the Lions, competitive ain't winning, sir, (laughs) getting rid of uh Dan Quinn and um. Mad Patricia even though it was like what I was kind of I guess I started agreeing with you was like well you're damn near at the end of the season now so I mean you guys are going to do You should have did this at this way beforehand. Mm-hmm. But whatever. So I got, I was happy, but I've uh, seen Green Bay win that game. Green Bay is a lot better than I thought they were. Um, I didn't really recognize the talent of Devontae Adams. Um, what do you mean? He's or, a top 10 receiver. Top yeah, I, mean, I I just thought he was, you know, he was one of those receivers. No, young. man. He got, he got Aaron Rodgers, so he alright. Nah. He yeah, yeah, he's he's actually pretty good. Yeah, he, yeah. he uh, Definitely uh, show why he's yeah top five receiver in the game. Um, as I was looking at other games, I seen them looking at the Seahawks. Uh, they they have they won. They're not looking as consistent uh, as they were in the beginning of the season when they had a Super Bowl pick. They were my Super Bowl picks to come out the NFC. Um, And I'm looking also at the Arizona Cardinals, who I feel like is going to be a dangerous team to go against in the playoffs. So um, with the playoffs coming in probably about two weeks or less than that, what do you see coming? Who you see coming out the NFC? You see your Saints coming out. You see Green Bay, Seattle, Arizona. You see one of those bum ass teams in the <laughs> NFC. <laughs> <laughs> NFC East coming out. What you think? I mean, I'm still
1: gonna ride with my Saints because you know what I'm saying it's the Saints, yeah. of course. Uh, the Packers have a, a actually a really good shot of doing some upsetting here. Oh, it wouldn't really be up. It'll be upsetting if they take my Saints out for me personally. Um, Those are the top two that I have. You can't really count Russ out. I do feel like at this point, though, and I put the Saints in that same category. um, We've been to a a couple of Super Bowls and we're holding on to accomplishments from years, years past uh, and underachieving in the playoffs. I hope that both of those squads can get over uh, that hump in the next couple of years here, but um, Mm. both of those squads have hit me with those vibes of, like, oh, you're constantly talking about them, but when it comes time to playoffs, uh, somebody's not showing up, offense, defense, or quarterbacks. Right. Arizona's going to be fun to watch, definitely. Kyler Murray's believing in himself, so that's going to be... Crazy all the way around. Yeah. Um, I know that they're in the AFC, but I've watched the Steelers drop two games. Oh, yeah. I mean, I know I wasn't the only one who
0: thought that they were like the one of the well, softest yeah, was, eleven and 0 teams out here. Well, let's talk about the AFC since we on it. We got yeah the Steelers dropping two. We got of course Kansas City doing their thing. Got mm-hmm. Miami Dolphins. We got the Cleveland Browns actually look pretty good. So uh, yeah, the Steelers, man. I, I remember I said I was like, are they okay? Right. <laughs> I I guess they're I guess they're okay. I mean they're good, but. Uh, ben Roethlisberger looks like he, like, he, well, kind of what you're saying about Drew Brees to a certain extent. It kind of mm-hmm. looks like he needs to hang it up in the next year or two. Like, he just doesn't have the, not only he never really had a, a huge mobility, but he was able to break tackles. It seemed like he can't even do that anymore. So, yeah, I, I don't know about the Steelers. I think they're going to start grooming for uh, another quarterback. Um, I want to get your thoughts on. They got that boy that got hit in the head with the
1: uh, helmet.
0: Oh man, he don't need to be on the field no more.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, he he's trying to make America great again. He don't need yeah. to be on the field. Yeah, he, uh, Miles Garrett, he's, at... he's still recovering from that. Miles Garrett, like literally, just cracked the cracked the hell out of him out of his head, man. That was crazy.
1: What's even Damn. crazier is that that was never brought up again
0: you know what yeah that was a thing for like a good month and then it was like a few weeks and it was just over with
1: (laughs) that's crazy I mean even after that though Miles Garrett is I don't know if he won the Walter Payton award but he's up for the Walter (laughs) Payton award like how do you crack somebody in the head with the helmet and then yeah, well, you know, a year later, <laughs> he's a model citizen.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that is kind of weird. Um, so what you uh think about the Cleveland Browns? They know that they lost Odell to the uh, ACL injury. But it looks like Baker Mayfield listened to our podcast. He heard me trashing him and he's been balling. I can't I can't front, so my bad Baker. I still don't think you that good, but you're doing your thing. I can't hate completely. He's he's showing that he's um He's a he's a starting quarterback. I'll put it like that. He's a starting quarterback.
1: Um, uh I thought you're gonna call him a franchise quarterback. No, uh, no, 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 no. I said starting. Go we're gonna go ahead and end this right here.
0: Uh, Spongebob meme. Like, let me go ahead and head out from here. <laughs> he's a starting quarterback. Uh what how, do you think I seen this on ESPN? Do you think the Cleveland Browns are the biggest threat to the Kansas City Chiefs and the AFC, I think it's the Buffalo Bills, but I don't know what you think.
1: No, I do not. Uh, at the end of the day, I don't think that they have enough firepower to keep up with uh, Kansas City. Um, as a whole, I don't think that Kansas City I, I don't think that Kansas City is coming out to stop anybody. Um, mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you have to slow down cheetah and you have to stop uh patty mahomes from doing his thing and then when you slow those guys down they got a couple other speeders speedsters out there that you have to pay uh attention to And hardman and then even still you run the ball with um with Le'Veon, who's shown that he still has a little bit left in the tank here um nick saban said some time ago that the game itself has evolved and I mean he was talking about college football at the time but this can also be taken in context with most other sports now that we're no longer talking about like actual defensive stops it's more of who can get enough stops because offenses are going to score just based on what the leagues have become now. Yeah, I
0: think I agree with that. I think uh, the Cleveland Browns would be a good team. I could see them maybe winning one playoff game. Honestly, I never thought I'd hear that or say that. Um, But I think that the Buffalo Bills, from what I've seen with Josh Allen playing out of his mind, -hmm. Uh, Their their defense not being uh, not their defense is not the best, but their defense is to me is like it is definitely can be formable But you, I think you are right. So who can put up the most points? Yeah, Uh, Yeah, you know, with them having defense. Yeah, but them having Stephon Diggs now, and I think they can match up good with uh, Kansas City. But like you say, it's about who can outscore one another. Um, another team that barely won the other night, they just beat the Cleveland Browns, was the Baltimore Ravens. I expected them to be a lot better, but they had a lot of health issues with COVID and some of their players were out Uh if the Ravens do manage to make the playoffs do you see them um, going further than, than the first round because they usually get yeah. bounced really quick they're going to be
1: dangerous uh, especially if Boogie keep his uh, his bowels in order <laughs> oh <laughs> I yeah <laughs> I
0: don't know what was going on with uh, Mr. Jackson that game hey. came to the Paul Pierce and hey. came back okay. Yeah, you know what I'm saying?
1: It, sometimes it'd be like that, dog. It would be like that sometimes you get to, to take a, a time out for a minute. Right. Came back and gave them boys some work. Uh yeah, yeah, definitely. I do think that uh they're still gonna be dangerous just with the experience that they have. Um uh-huh. but, at the end of the day it's still not about defense and star power a quarterback is more or less what's going to help uh, those guys win games do i see them as super bowl contenders no uh but i definitely see them as being dangerous in a wild card and then upsetting uh if not a wild card team one of those yeah my week teams somebody like
0: Miami or something. I, I didn't realize how Miami record is where they're in a wild card position, which is crazy yeah. too. Um, Tua, I'm saying. Yeah, he came in, He been balling. Uh, another team that I want to bring up is the Tennessee Titans. So I think I actually had them uh, meeting Kansas City again in the AFC championship game. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you think Tennessee can possibly maybe beat Kansas City if you know, if everything is clicking on all cylinders,
1: uh, only if they're able to slow uh, them boys down. I mean, you control the clock by running the ball, obviously, but if Cheetah's scoring in ten seconds and it takes you two minutes to get down there, just <laughs> numbers in general are going to put you in a place where you're not winning that game. Uh, yeah, so, yeah,
0: okay, I, I
1: agree. I think that. It would be a good game to watch, but if they can keep tempo, they can keep it going. If they cannot keep tempo, then yeah, anytime that you're trying to score with Kansas City, it never really seems to work out for uh, the opponents. At least right. from what I, I saw.
0: Yeah, they're, you know, I, hate, I really hate to admit it, but they pretty much are like the go-to-state Warriors. Like the... Mm-hmm. You're not you're not supposed to go back and forth down the field shooting threes. With, you know how you do it, like with Golden mm-hmm. State and Houston Rockets made the mistake of trying to outshoot the Warriors. Well, you, it's going to be tough for you to try to outscore the Kansas City Chiefs, So you might, like you said, have to slow them down so at least you can compete and catch up with them. And maybe score at least one or two points more and they win the game. Right. Um, What's well, the so, interesting part about the leagues, though?
1: Right the the thing is that it always ends up being copycat. It's copycat leagues everywhere. Something works somewhere and everyone tries to institute it into their own team uh, dynamic and function. But the players that made this thing great, there's only one of that person. Like there's only one Steph, only one Clay, only one uh, Draymond. But when you saw that they won a championship shooting that way, the next thing you know, everybody's running pretty much Mm -hmm. five out offense or you saw successful what the Rockets were doing and now we switched to the place where everyone's running ISO ball and, and things along yeah. those lines instead of sticking to your own identity or building an identity of your own and kind of just going from there I think that part of the the game in both respective franchises have, have kind
0: of uh, went sideways and left the field for us here right I think again the biggest mistake teams can do right now in nfl is try to imitate kansas city Mm -hmm. um everybody doesn't have a patrick mahomes everybody doesn't have a kelsey or uh, tyreek hill so Mm -hmm. they definitely um it's going to take down the coaching and seem can slow each other down um so you know like we said before we haven't did a podcast in a while it's like we had a had a boxing match that was uh, a couple weeks ago <laughs> uh, I, I guess that's what you can call it uh, you had Roy Jones Jr. versus Mike Tyson, then we had an undercard and Nate Robinson versus a YouTuber, uh, Jake Paul so I want to first go in this undercard man, we, we, we've we been hearing a lot of people's opinions on uh, Nate Robertson versus um, is it Jake Paul, Logan Paul, whatever they, they I YouTube think it's Jake Paul yeah, so Jake Paul and um, Nate Robson um, got his ass whooped. I'm not even going to sugarcoat <laughs> got his ass whooped. And, uh, you know, it was it was pretty bad. I felt bad for him a little bit. Then a part of me didn't realize that he was kind of talking a lot of it's trash. It's Logan. I'm sorry.
1: It wasn't the oh, Jake's Logan.
0: fighting Floyd. That's what it is. That's, that's... Oh, okay. So Logan Paul. Okay, so it was Logan Paul. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, Logan Paul, he... He lost. I mean, he won. I'm sorry. And then Nate Robertson lost. Uh, he was talking a lot of trash to Logan and ended up getting knocked out. So I want to get your thoughts on that whole fiasco. <laughs> what do you think Nation even took that fight? Well, what's going on with that?
1: Uh, I'll answer the first question Do you think that he should have taken the fight? Now? Fuck no, baby. <laughs> you know, we try to keep it PG 13. Um, right. Fuck no, baby. <laughs> F-no, baby, That's the, he shouldn't have taken that fight. Um, just from a number standpoint, the guy is 6'2", six 6'2", two, six two to 6'4", or something like that. Um, and I think he outweighs Nate probably by about 20 pounds or so. Not to mention yeah. that uh, he's in his mid-20s, so he's in his prime, Nate's a retired NBA star. So... If we're just looking at those numbers alone, that probably should have been enough to not have the fight happen. Uh, And he should have just, you know, chalked it up and and kept it going. Um, We're talking off air (laughs) about uh, we're talking off air about some of the and I don't even know how to put it in the words here just yet without offending some folks. But or some I, of, uh criticism Yeah, yeah some of the criticism that comes along when it, when we talk about uh, and I, I hate to uh, simplify it into a black and white thing or a thing about racist race as a whole. but mm-hmm. when it comes down to it, sometimes you know us folks of color you know like to say if it's a sport that we're halfway dominant in, um, there if you don't look like us, you shouldn't be holding any kind of candle to us. Uh basketball, football, boxing I don't know that if there's that many people playing hockey because I, I honestly don't watch it. Unfortunately, uh, mm. baseball and things along those lines. And when Nate took that whipping <laughs> that he took, yeah. uh, everyone made to see, "Well, he hurt the culture. How did he hurt the culture? He was talking junk. You can't be out here talking crazy and then
0: get whooped on like that." Uh, yeah. he hurt himself <laughs> <laughs> he told he told everybody he was doing that for all his NBA brothers and he literally got embarrassed um you're absolutely right he should have never took that fight no. um, I mean, this dude been boxing for two years. He might not be the greatest in the world, but he has actual skill. And then it's Great. like you got knocked down three times. After that second time, you rushed right into it and ran right into a knockout punch. And I mean, honestly, I think it's it wasn't like you said. It wasn't about necessarily the race. It was just about that. To be honest, just because okay. I know how we feel as African-Americans. We feel like we're superior over every race when it comes to sports. We do. It's crazy, ain't it? (laughs) However, (laughs) we have to come to reality that just like when I played basketball, there was some white boys that can hoop. There was some white boys that can ball that I actually, like, like I said, it was white boys that was better than me. Um, So with Nate, I think he just took it in his hands. Well, I'm black. I used to play in the NBA, so I'm just superior. And it's like, this dude has been in the boxing gym sparring mm-hmm. That's boxing two fights I mean, come on now. Like and then people just I think it is is ridiculous to I, I've heard the, the term. Now I know that Jamel Hill and, you know, Carrie Chip, they were just joking. I think people mm-hmm. kind of blow that out of proportion and they went a little too a little too crazy on them. But there were some people that actually felt like he was racist for knocking Nate Robinson out. And I'm not saying Jamel Hill and Kerry Tampe, but other people. Yeah. And uh, that to me, that's so ridiculous. Like, no, that's not racist. To actually knock someone. he should have been talking junk. He was talking like heavy. Like I watched the video and he was telling, he told uh, Logan Paul, he's like, yo, I'm gonna knock you out. I'm gonna knock you out, this and this and that. And Logan Paul was like, you don't know what you're getting yourself into. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and, and pretty much that 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 was the yeah nailing the coffin. um
1: <laughs> and he rolled right into that right hand too yeah, that was bad. I felt bad. I was like, <laughs> man,
0: that looked like it hurt. Um, so we can, we can move to the main event. We had Roy Jones Jr. versus uh, Mike Tyson. And mm-hmm. uh, we were talking about it too that Roy Jones got a lot of criticism for uh, kind of holding Mike a lot and not uh, necessarily throwing a lot of punches. But we were saying, like, uh, that's Mike Tyson. Uh,
1: yeah, who you, think, <laughs> you standing in front of Mike? I don't care if he's 53 or 20. I'm not standing in
0: front of Mike Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm not standing in front of Mike Tyson for no. no. He could cut me in McDonald's, like, huh, bro? You can have it. I'm not yeah, doing. Yeah, cut- you got it, fam. I'm standing <laughs> in front of Mike Tyson. Like, the
1: man has made a career off of tearing guys up inside. Like, once he gets inside, he's doing work. The smart thing to do would be to tie him up so he can't do that and then try to outbox him on the outside does it make for a boring thing to watch definitely i'm not arguing that at all but in that same breath i'm not standing in front of mike tyson like the That's (laughs) that's <laughs> bull I'm standing, yeah. We we're gonna stand right here, Mike. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna give you free shots and I'ma I'm a slip like I was, you know what I'm saying, 20 years ago when I was on top and in my prime and everything. Nah, right. man, nah. Anybody standing
0: in front of Mike and giving him free shots at my nah, we good. with the exception of like even like when I watched the, you know, Vander Holyfield, Lennox Lewis fights. Nobody was ever just sitting in front of Mike and just throwing, exchanging punches where he just, it, it was more like a thinking man's game. Mm-hmm. So anybody that's trying to do that is going to lose their mind. And as you can see at the end of the fight, even though he was holding Mike, Roy Jones was hurt. Yeah. He was holding his stomach. He was like, yo... He was taking deep breaths. But the thing about it too, that they were not allowed to knock each other out. So Mike was actually restricted to what he could really have done. Mm -hmm. So I'm just thinking like, what if Mike had the AOK, you can do whatever you want. You know, I don't think I think Roy would not even been trying to get close to him because he had been trying to take his head off. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, to me, it was just an exhibition. I think people need to kind of understand that these men are in their 50s. Right. You're not, not going to get a Mayweather versus Canelo fight out of these two. You're going to get what. It's advertised uh older mike tyson versus an older roy jones so i think people should just learn to just say okay it is what it is i appreciate them doing this they well mike i'll say mike tyson was in great shape roy looks okay for his age as well but you're not gonna get you must have forgot roy jones jr in 1992 mike tyson you're not gonna get that it's just impossible <laughs>
1: right i mean and then even if we were to dive in a little bit further as far as those guys fighting in their prime um and these are two of my favorite fighters uh, of all time actually but roy uh-huh. to me was in his prime in middleweight before he started jumping to light heavy and then heavy to uh, take yeah. on challengers there and uh mike of course before his before Linux, I think he was still considered in his prime because there, yeah, there, there was still like the the prison uh, sentence that he had to, to go through and whatnot too. And right. he came back a monster or whatever. But if style wise, those guys, both of their styles give each other uh, problems. Roy's looking to set up counter punches and Tyson's trying to get in and keep moving or make you force you to make a mistake so he can get a clean shot at your head and take your head off. Um style wise, I feel like if Roy and the fight would have never happened because he would have been a middleweight and Tyson's a heavyweight, but style wise, if Roy would have been able to get Tyson to a place to where um they were past round six ish, round seven, he could have picked him apart. And I think Tyson would have Tried to get him out of there before that sixth round happened because even in his prime tyson wasn't anybody that was in it for the long game he was trying to get it over with as quickly as possible right absolutely like um
0: i think that that matchup between roy and mike maybe sometime in the 90s would have been interesting mm-hmm. uh for i had fail to realize that Roy had moved up to heavyweight at one point and competing mm-hmm. against heavyweight so it wasn't like he was a stranger someone that was big but um, again Mike Tyson always been a heavyweight so that he could still throw them things um, I'm just praying that none of these uh, YouTubers decide to want to fight one of them uh, I know that <laughs> <laughs> I know that uh, Jake Paul is going against Mayweather mm-hmm. um, God bless him yeah. uh, <laughs> God speed to your young man yeah, I think that's gonna be because I know Nate Robinson and Mayweather are good friends. So I think that I think Mayweather is gonna try to definitely um, kind of redeem Nate a little bit. Mm-hmm. But if uh, Nate Robinson is listening to this podcast, Nate, just you good, bro. You ain't even got to prove that. Look, you five nine, five ten. You can dunk. You can jump higher than me, bro. That's all we need. You look a, a decent NBA player. I enjoy watching you. And- you don't need the box, bro. It's, it's not... It ain't, <laughs> that ain't like for you, you fam. Yeah, yeah, you ain't in the streets of Seattle and Washington. I know that's where you from, and, you know, you probably didn't beat some people up and everything, and Nate is a very athletic and shake dude, but that ain't, that ain't the move, brother. <laughs> that is not the move, <laughs> man. Uh-uh. But say anything else on your mind before we in uh, the podcast for this week anything you want to get off the chest you know we've been gone for a minute so you might have something brewing oh Madden's terrible <laughs> you don't like Madden man no nah, it was terrible it, I, you know what I haven't heard you talk about Madden in some weeks so it must be terrible
1: it was, it, it Madden's terrible uh, I got into it with the old head on Twitter um, who told me to get good at the game and obviously, this bastard only plays offline mode. So I feel yeah. like, and it's terrible. I, I, I know it is, but it's. I don't feel like your opinion isn't. You're not playing all of the modes. The zones don't play everything like they're supposed to. Um, you really just need speed to get uh, to get passes off. Uh, mm-hmm. my zones aren't playing fully back like they're supposed to. They cut down my ability to user and I like the fact that the uh, the impact players are there. So if you have impact players anywhere, whether it's at skill position or on your line or what have you, they, they do what they're supposed to and have an impact on the game itself. But the way that this game itself came out, man, it was... I wasn't a fan. We didn't get any real footage until maybe two days before it was supposed to come out. They yeah. wanted to charge us 20 bucks at first and then gave it to us for free because they knew it was terrible.
0: <laughs> um. <laughs> I, you know what? I haven't heard anybody really talk about it. It's been more 2K. It's been more Cyberpunk coming out. I haven't heard anything about Madden in a very long oh, time. Don't get me started about Cyberpunk, man. Is they delaying it or what's? I'm I no. trying to keep up with the news. Nah, no,
1: Cyberpunk came out and... Hold on. What? My dog's having puppy dreams in the background. <laughs> Shout out to the puppies that uh, made their oh first yeah. appearance on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Hold on having puppy dreams in the background like she worked with something. Um, <laughs> the issue with Cyberpunk was that when you play it on PS4 and Xbox 1 the visuals, the frame rates. there's a ton of bugs within the game and the game just released Uh, we never got any real footage of the game itself and there's bugs on PC and uh, crashing on the next gen consoles too but just not as much as it is on the older gens Um, Mm. the main issue is that we didn't see gameplay for for anything. We didn't the gameplay that was shown and recycled was actual gameplay that was sent out to uh, reviewers from CDR. Like it really? didn't, it wasn't necessarily them playing the game. It was more of like, oh well, uh, this is in-game footage of us doing X, Y, and Z. It wasn't yeah. actual the people playing the reviewers playing the game and so when we got the product it was just kind of like well this is broken supposedly we're getting a patch in the next week or so that's supposed to make everything run a little bit smoother and they even issued mm-hmm. an apology but this I is saw after. that like
0: that that letter it like, and it's like this is the third damn letter that y'all didn't came out with like jeez well <laughs> I mean I kind of feel for him, but then
1: as a consumer I don't it's just kind of one of those things to where uh the game was pushed to come out early, and it wasn't just, they were saying, making it seem like gamers were like sending death threats. They were sending death threats to the people to release it because it had been pushed back a couple of times. Um, so they like released a game where, you know, we're going to do obscene things to you and your family, which is absolutely, absolutely. outrageous over a video game. Absolutely. Then when the game drops, they send death threats. Why did you put this out? I'm going to do obscene things to you and your family. So they can't win anyway, either way. And uh, prior to them pushing the game out, I think they lost close to like a billion dollars in resources um, from investors.
0: And that's kind of what forced them to push it out early in the state that it's in looking forward to that game since like maybe a year and a half when I first seen it come out I was like, oh that's a that's a dope idea right. I think what what happened is is they put a lot of pressure on themselves mm-hmm. uh, especially with having Keanu Reeves as the pretty much the main star of the the game the advertiser and you know it's like as a consumer, you're kind of impatient because you've been waiting on this game and beginning to, you know, false release days. Hey, it's going to be out this day. It's not out on this day. It's supposed to be in April. It's supposed to be September, and then it finally comes out, and there's still issues. Uh, I know a lot of people that are gamers that I talk to. They say like, "Yo, I'm not getting into like uh, what I've heard." Like some people said, February, March. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because they they want to make sure every the patches are not um, there for them to be frustrated with. So um, I'm hoping that it it gets better. Um, I'm hoping things go well. I don't want to wish bad on it because it seems I don't want it to be like Anthem. That's hard because I, I had <laughs> and, I, and I I was the game was trash. That wouldn't even say it was trash. The game was incomplete, and I was still trying to like no, it's not that bad. It's not that bad in my head. Like this is horrible. Like there's no really no main point to this. <laughs> out here on damage control, huh? <laughs> man, I was trying to rap Anthem like it was like my home team and I couldn't do it no more. I like, yeah, it's, it's a rap. Right. I can't. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's kind so, of bad. It's all over with. Yeah, but on my end, that is it, man. I- yeah, same here. Yeah, I don't have anything to add because I'm waiting on, you know, the NBA. By the time next week we do our podcast, the NBA season will actually be in the midst. Uh, we'll figure out how we'll do that with Christmas and Christmas Eve coming. I think it starts on Monday. So we can maybe talk about first game, first day season, who we who we look see that's looking good or something. But uh, yeah, NFL playoffs coming up, so. Hopefully, we next week we have a lot, a lot to talk about, a lot of, a lot of things in the sports world. Hopefully, saying uh, you don't break two K and uh, everything. It's digital. I can't break it if I wanted to. Oh yeah, you don't want to break the PS Five. No, nice. no, <laughs> not yet. No, I can't do that. <laughs> well, I want to thank everybody for joining us on the Roundtable Sports Podcast. Uh, you can follow us. Subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple, Anchor, Google Podcasts and other platforms that support podcasts and then support us on that IG page. I know we haven't been active lately, but I'm going to start working on that. Roundtable Sports Podcast. Definitely take a look and catch our many of opinions and funny memes on there. Definitely.